News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, the News Talk powerhouse, folks, all across North Alabama, all across North Alabama. You can hear this show, Right Side Radio, the biggest show doing news talk in the afternoons. Here is this one, Right Side Radio, solid conservative and just plain right. Hey, let me tell you real quickly about my friends at etaxbreaks.com. Etax Breaks, all right, listen to this. Did you know, these are friends of mine, did you know that there is like, I think roughly 3,000 programs that will pay your business money through tax incentive, tax credits, grants, that kind of thing, just for having run your business with like some common sense. Things like, did you hire a veteran? Did you, did you place your business in a certain geographic location? Did you, uh, did you maintain your business throughout the pandemic? Did you uh, survive a uh, natural disaster? All these things and more add up to money for your business that you may not know you even qualify for. That's what they do. 23 years of experience at finding money for your company that you didn't know you qualified for. I have seen them literally wipe out a company's entire tax liability. It's crazy what they can do. And they don't get paid unless they find you money. And by the way, last month, they told me the other day, last month, they invoiced out $7 million in found money for their clients. Huge. Check them out. Etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. That's etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Hey, listen, so I was talking about energy policy a minute ago. Well, Phil, that doesn't seem like a state and local type of thing. Yes, it is. Oh, yes, it is. Uh, there's a huge Alabama connection to this. All right. So I mentioned the fact that as soon as he took office to appease his liberal environmental activist base, that president Biden came in and issued, you know, among all the other executive orders that he had, he, he issued one, uh, that put a freeze on any further oil and gas exploration leases. Okay. Keep that in mind. He immediately made us not energy independent. We were. We were energy independent up to that point. Truthfully, we had nothing to rely upon for OPEC and Russia and other energy sourcing company or countries. We, we had our own wherewithal. We could handle it ourselves. What a wonderful thing. You're not reliant upon anybody else. It's not like you're panhandling on the world stage anymore. You're not subject to their whims and negotiations. No, that's, that's not important. We want to make sure that we're, like I said earlier, we're the little Oliver Twist now. We're the little waif who holds out the empty bowl and goes to OPEC like he did yesterday. He did yesterday and say, please, sir, may I have some more? And that's awful. But what does it do to us as a state? Well, I will say this, first of all, before I get more into what Alabama is um, losing in this opportunity, is Texas Governor Greg Abbott literally just ripped the White House yesterday, uh, saying that Texas, you know what, if, don't, don't go ask OPEC, Mr. President. Don't, don't, don't bother asking OPEC. Just get out of our way. He said that literally. He said, Texas can help reduce the price of gasoline if you'll just stay out of the way. So Abbott is saying, you know what, Texas has got the ability to make up the difference right now. Just let us do it. Well, I got news. So does Alabama's offshore oil and gas leasing. We have an amazing amount of resourcing right off our coast, but it does more than that. It's more than just helping you at the pump. It's more than just making sure that our uh, strategic uh, oil reserves are filled. It it literally uh, affects Alabama's bottom line. As a state, we live in part upon oil and gas revenues from our offshore oil and gas royalties and leases. Did you know that? 
I'll say, all right, so I spent eight years serving in the state Senate. I was the vice chair for the, uh, the general fund budget committee. One of the things that was always hardest for me to grasp is how this Alabama trust fund works. And that's what it is. We have a thing called the Alabama trust fund and, uh, the, the payments and royalties from offshore oil and gas leases are what fund it. Y'all, we got a lot of money in it. We're one of the, believe it or not, for all of you know, the things that some people like to complain about, Alabama is a very solvent state. We, we got money in the banks, what I'm saying. We got the oil and gas uh, Alabama Trust Fund, and this trust capital gets augmented by annual payments. You see where I'm going here? When Biden freezes any further new leases on oil and gas exploration, it shuts down Alabama's ability to gain revenues. Right now, the way it works is the, the lease payments that come in, which rank in the hundreds of millions of dollars, beginning in 2013, we, when I was there, we, we did a new allocation. 32% of it uh, comes in and goes to what's called the Alabama Trust Fund, which means it's a set-aside. And then another 33% is distributed out through an annual spending plan. And then 35%, the remaining 35% goes to county and municipal governments, the Alabama Capital Improvement Trust Fund, and things like um, Senior Services Trust Fund, and the State General Fund, which is everything it takes to run our state. So what I'm saying is this. You, as a taxpayer in Alabama, are directly impacted by Biden's energy policy, way more than just what's at the pump, way more. You are literally um, looking at a state issue because monies, monies that would normally feed your state budget are less available than they were before. I'm looking right now, so in, uh, in total, okay, just the most recent projections, and I, and I thank you to Justin Bogey, the fiscal analyst, uh, director of fiscal policy, over at the Alabama Policy Institute. I called him before the show, and I said, hey, Justin, man, I'm having trouble finding the numbers. Well, Justin's like a numbers magic man. So he, he went out and found this for me. In, in fiscal year 2020, Alabama took in $194.8 million from our offshore oil and gas revenues. That's huge. Now, looking at this, uh, they were down slightly in 2020. But the general fund alone, the general fund alone in Alabama, and keep in mind, we have two budgets, all right? We have the education budget and we have the general budget, which is everything else but education. The general fund budget got $114 million in fiscal year 2020 just off of those funds. So what I'm telling you here is when Biden enacts a policy that limits oil and gas exploration, it has a direct impact on not just you at the pump, it has a direct impact on us as a state because it reduces our potential for solvency. It makes it harder to pass our state budgets. It impacts the things we can spend money on without having to do things like go to the taxpayer to raise the money. This is residual income. It's kind of like saying you planned for retirement, if you know what I mean. It, as opposed to living paycheck to paycheck, which is what most of our budget is, this is residual income that the state has simply because we have a thing out there that we've invested in. And, and it's, it's, an, it's an amazing thing. Well, I think we got a caller calling in on this very issue, and I'll be, I'll be glad to take that call. Uh, Copper, if you're through on the phone there, go ahead and patch through Dorothy from Huntsville on line two. Dorothy from Huntsville, this is Phil on Right Side Radio. Thanks for calling in. What you got on oil prices? 
Hi, I'm, I don't, I'm not sure what they are, but I've heard that they've fallen, actually, the prices of oil, so our gas should be going down. I don't know. But supposedly there is less usage going on. Actually, China uses more gas than we do. And I want to know, you know, what right or businesses Biden have in hurting our, our economies and making mandates like, uh, you know, on business. How about private business, like the auto industry? What, what right does he have to make an executive order on, um, what the auto industry is going to do and put out as far as like the electric cars versus gas cars. He wants 40% to be electric by 2030. What yeah, thanks, Dorothy. Does he have to do? Yeah, great point. Thanks for the call. So, yeah, you guys, if you haven't heard it, uh, President Biden did issue an executive order the other day saying that he wants to see by 2030 a much larger percentage of uh, uh, vehicles in the United States go electric. Well, that's not even a viable thing yet. I mean, to some degree, electric vehicles work, but if you're someone who travels over the road a lot, if you've got to uh, go long distances, g- good luck with electric vehicles because we're not set up for that yet. But uh, to Dorothy's other point, oil and gas prices go up and down, up and down, and OPEC did increase its volume uh, here just in uh, recent days and, and had immediate impact on the market. Um, and also, by the way, as you're seeing some states in still total lockdown or, or in, in massive restrictions, Australia is, is probably using very little uh, oil and gas right now because they're, they're in a nationwide lockdown right now. Um, so there is, a, there is a, there's a COVID indication uh, that uh, uh, less gas is being used, but yet the prices remain where they are. So with that little usage, you'd think they'd be even lower. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a conundrum, and I can't I can't answer the entire question, Dorothy. But I thank you for the for, for bringing it to our attention. Uh, but to go back to the point that I was making earlier. We as Alabamians are facing a loss of statewide revenue, not just our price at the pump, but actual state revenues when President Biden decides to enact a green energy policy. It says, well, you know what? We're just going to discon- We're going to stop being energy independent. We're just going to. We're just going to go ahead. Well, I tell you what. Let me say it like him. You know, we're just going to. We're just going to. We're just going to go ahead and and give it all to OPEC. Well, that's what he's doing. He's right now. He's decided to to lean on foreign interests and make us part of the state pool as or the national international pool as opposed to being energy independent. Why you would do that? I have no idea. It's like saying you can't pay your own bills. You're going to have to have somebody else help you with it. Wouldn't you like to be able to pay your own bills? Most people would. Um, so, folks, I mean, that's, that's, a, that's big doings. And as we head into the break right now, I'll just tell you, there's plenty more in the news. But at the top of the hour, you are going to enjoy, by the way, one of my other favorite segments. We had Copper's Corner earlier. One of the other things that I love doing is getting my buddies Jeff Poor and Dale Jackson on the show with me. And they'll be on just after the top of the hour. We'll do the Grand Council, which we do once a week on Thursdays, ping each other with questions. I've also got a little bit of news about what's happening with those Texas Democrats that fled the state. Are they going to be arrested when they come back? Well, the state Supreme Court says they can. We'll be right back with more on Right Side Radio on WVNN. Hang tight. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. 2 to 5 every afternoon, Monday through Friday. 
And uh, listen, it's it's the it's the biggest news talk show now across North Alabama. Copper and I are wearing it out every single day, and we've got a great audience that uh, that tunes in and seems to be getting bigger every day. My social media is blowing up today, by the way. My Twitter feed. Uh, you can find me if you want to. By the way, if you're on Twitter, go to at sin. That's S E N at sin Phil Williams. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, and you can also find a link there to the website www.rightsideradio.org. Um, Hey, Otter Creek Farm, I was just texting back and forth with my buddy Frank that owns Otter Creek Farm. Frank and Jane Brown own that place. It's an amazing spot. If you're into uh, hunting, like wing shooting, like pheasant and quail, this is one of your best destinations in the region. And I don't mean like just in Alabama. I mean in the region. And and I would encourage you, check out their website. OtterCreekFarmstead.com is the name of the website. Uh, but they have literally got it going on. They were featured in Garden and Gun magazine. They had Donald Trump Jr. come stay the night not long ago and go for a hunt there. It is literally it's one of the best-kept secrets in North Alabama. Check them out. OtterCreekFarmstead.com is the name of the website. Otter Creek Farm, what a great place. So Texas, you remember this? Uh, in Texas, the, the, the state Senate is is still working. Uh, they got Democrats that are there. They showed up for their job. But in the Texas State House, the Democrats bailed. Did you know they're still not back? This has been going on for weeks. They, they became refugees from their own jobs. I don't know how that works. How do you – How, how do, wh- who has a job that allows you just to lay out and keep your paycheck? I, I, Copper, I'm pretty sure if you told me tomorrow you were going to be gone for three weeks because you just didn't feel like coming to work <laughs> – that somebody might stop your paycheck, don't you think? Yeah. Okay. I, as long as we got that covered, you're not allowed to leave for three weeks tomorrow just because you feel like it. And get um, paid to do so. Yeah. And get, pay, I and get paid so. to do so. And also, all the way, uh, be championed as a hero for doing so by some, which oh. still boggles my mind. So here's the deal. Uh, this is, this is kind of coming to a head now. They got to come home sometime, right? I mean, a lot of them have businesses and families because just like in Alabama, the state legislature is considered part-time, all right? So these people are, you know, for lack of a better term, they're bivocational. They are they are holding office, but they are not full-time legislators. Uh, that being said, they got to come home sometime. And just, is this yesterday? I think this is yesterday. I got to hear all my paper. I got to, got to see which paper I've got. So... The Texas Supreme Court on Tuesday, okay, Tuesday, what's today, Thursday? Yeah, two days ago, issued a terse order is the way this is described that functionally does allow state officials to arrest those Democrats who fled the state. Literally, when they come home, they are subject to arrest. The Democrats in question just basically, you know, blew the state and in, in an attempt to shut down the legislative processes. They're doing it all because they oppose a bill that uh, would would create election integrity, and 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 this is this is this is this is it's weird to me. They can um, they can do this and and get away with it, uh, but yeah, they did. They blew out because if they're gone, then the House can't gain a quorum, and the quorum is required for them to be able to uh, uh, get any business done. Well, they're not doing it. They're not there. Well, just today. This is new to add to the story. So now the Texas Supreme Court has said they can be arrested when they come home. Now that's the House. The Senate is still functioning. And the Senate today hit a landmark. The Texas Senate today voted 18 to 11 in favor of Senate Bill 1, which is the election integrity bill at question. And, 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 and this was after a 
hour filibuster by one Texas Democratic senator. And, you know, I, I admire that. So Senate Democrat Caucus Chair Carol Alvarado left the floor after a 15-hour filibuster. And understand their rules, their rules say, their filibuster rules say, if you want a filibuster, your filibuster can only be continued by you not eating, sitting down, leaning on your desk, taking a bathroom break, or speaking on anything unrelated to the legislation at hand. In other words, by God, this was a filibuster. And, and, I, and I don't have any problem with that. That's the Democrat process. The Democratic processes by which our country is founded say if you dislike it, get in there and knuckle-drag your way through that thing. Get in there and, and, and argue your points and do the best you can. The old adage when I was in law school that I had one professor say was, you know, when the facts are in your favor, argue the facts. And when the law is in your favor, argue the laws. And when nothing's in your favor, just bang your hand on the podium and do the best you can. Well, you know what? She did. And so God bless uh, Senate Democrat Caucus Chair Carol Alvarado in Texas, who did a 15-hour filibuster, finally recognized she couldn't maintain it any longer, stepped aside and allowed the vote to go forward. And the, the Republicans won in the Senate on the election integrity bill in Texas by a vote of 18 to 11. That's big doings. The House members, by the way, are cowards. The House members don't have the wherewithal to come back and do what their Senate Democrat caucus chair did. Yesterday I talked about role models. Maybe those House Democrats who are hiding and are afraid to come back and do their jobs should take a lesson from their role model in the upper chamber. Because their role model in the upper chamber is Carol Alvarado, who said, I may not be able to block this, but I'm going to slow the process down and I'm going to argue my points and I'm going to filibuster as long as my body will let me stand here. And she did. And that's what's supposed to happen. By God, that is what's supposed to happen. Texas Democrats, get your raggedy selves back to the chamber and get some work done. And if you can't maintain the vote, then go to the polls next time and bring some good candidates and try to win at the polls and gain your majority, and then maybe you can repeal it if you want to. But right now, the Senate Republicans finally won when the Democrat process was fully in play. God bless them in Texas. All right, folks, we're coming back after this with the uh, Grand Council. My buddies Jeff Poor and Dale Jackson are going to be on. We'll ping each other some questions. It's one of the most entertaining aspects of the entire week. I think you're going to like it. We'll be right back. <laughs> 